This is CliffCentral.com. Hi there, it's Michael Kahn here, and I'm in studio at the CX Innovation and Tech Fest with Brett Lindsay. We are talking about innovation around customer experience and the disruption thereof. How are you, Brett? I'm well, Mike. How are you doing? That was a very formal start to a, to a Futurology it, podcast. It, it was. It was. Um, and when you say studio, it's very loosely interpreted as a big auditorium at the Maslow. Fantastic, though, isn't it? They've <laughs> it given good. us a whole auditorium. I, f- I feel quite special. Um, but, Brett, it's been a yes. fantastic two days here. It has. It really um, has. And, you know, this is an introduction to it, to, to all of our guest speakers who who have joined us in the in our makeshift studio, our outside broadcast. Yep. Um, and, and how have you found it, Brett? It's really insightful. I, I like the fact that there's a lot of local speakers yes. uh, all sharing case studies and use cases from local businesses doing things to impact the customer service area within our country. 100%. And it's great to see that. I mean, we've always known South Africa is a great hotpot for, for innovation. And... It's great to have innovation, but it's another thing to execute it and put it into the workplace. And Absolutely. There's great things happening in South Africa. So that's encouraging. And, and inspiring. But, but yes. it's also been quite interesting listening to, to a lot of the comments in the audience. It's really interesting to see a lot of uh, the challenges people are face around innovation and this world of disruption with technology, yeah, yeah. Um, which, which is really what we're doing here. It's really about the inspiring part of 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 what we offer as 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 a podcast as as an organization for sure getting into organizations and inspiring people to to shift their thinking around that yeah so rather than being afraid of the future start absolutely. embracing the possibilities around that change absolutely and it's really cool uh, the the great thing about customer experience as a as a focus is that it's it's about the people again 100% so absolutely it's not technology led it's not all these things that are sometimes too big to understand or comprehend it comes down to the person it comes down to a real Real need with real people. Absolutely. And we can inspire that change to say, don't fear, embrace that change. Let's uh, go. Absolutely, which is critical. But Brett, do you want to just give us a very brief introduction to what this is all about? Cool. So in short, it's the CX Innovation and Tech Fest where they celebrate people, technology, ideas, and innovations that are literally transforming the way businesses make and keep customers. That's the important thing. So it's one thing to get them, but how do you retain them? Absolutely. And that's, it's, it's around service and what is the, the big talk around CX and what are we doing innovatively? What are we doing things? But it comes down to the fact that we know the world is changing. Absolutely. Customers are more demanding. Customer loyalty is decreasing. New technologies are constantly emerging. And it's, it's how do you get your market share? As a business that has a huge consumer base, how do you get that market share? How do you attract them? How do you keep them? How do you seduce them to stay with you or even come across from the dark side? And you've got to make sure that it's the USP that you start to have is around customer experience and the customer service. It's not so much low-cost pricing anymore. It's not high-quality product. It's how, what is your brand? What is the combination of all of that? Absolutely. And there's great discussion happening here at, at this. And it's, it's, it's round about how technology has become an essential tool to enable a shift in thinking uh, with business to move more into a CX way of life. And, uh, yeah, it's really great to see it happening here in, in Johannesburg. Fantastic. Well, enjoy this podcast. What we have done is we've changed the format here. So please download this podcast. And the rest of the CX podcasts are available on our Futurology homepage on Cliff Central. Yeah, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, we have a Twitter handle at Futurology Show. And you can tweet us as much as you like. And we'll be tweeting out some of the shows as well. So follow Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Fantastic. Enjoy.
Our next guest at the CX Innovation Tech Fest is Mr. Joe Fuster. The uh, did I say that right, Joe yeah. Fuster? Yeah, yeah. Global Head of Customer Experience Cloud at Oracle. Correct. And you're doing an, an excellent talk on artificial intelligence driving smarter CX. Yes. So the important thing here is not just to have a CX strategy, but how you implement, execute it, and what the actual impact is of it once you're doing that. Yeah. And what does that mean from an Oracle perspective? What are you guys doing? Because you're thinking maybe a little bit bigger than some people just putting a strategy together. Yeah, actually, you're right. It's a very broad domain to think about. And our own best experiences happen in moments, yeah. right? And so how can Oracle help a brand owner in the moment? So it's recognizing, first of all, it's a complex environment. There's lots of variables in. There's lots of different answers already in place. So if you could take your best associate, your best employee, your best of something, and always have their knowledge or skill available at the moment of interaction in that magical moment, that's what we're trying to do very broadly mm. uh, so everywhere. taking customer experience and turning it into a profitable end. Yes. Making sure that it actually closes a loop. Yeah. You know, every one of these customer experience projects has to do one of two things. Mm-hmm. It either needs to increase top-line revenue or take cost out. And everything else that we value in the relationship and the trust and all of that is very valuable. But at the same time, there's so many challenges in the business environment that the CFO is going to look at you and she is going to ask you, right, are you generating more revenue for us or are you taking cost out? And if you give her an answer like we're doing something soft, she might feel good about it and mm. it might make the mm. list, but it doesn't get executed very We well. had 100 people like our Facebook yeah, page. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. Um, but you, you're talking artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. And for those not so in a fay with, with artificial intelligence, AI just sounds like Skynet. It sounds yeah. like this dystopian future <laughs> that's going to take over the world. But right. there is some really great uh, interpretation of, of the information coming out of AI yeah. uh, that we can use to proactively make better decisions. Yeah. What are you guys doing and, and how is AI working in that space? Well, let's, let's start real quickly at, at a, just a notion of if we thought about um, a farm. And if a farmer worked very hard and had a big family and lots of kids to do a lot of manual labor, that was fine. And then came along the idea of working with a human and an animal. And everybody's life got a little bit better because the ox could pull everything. So take it a step forward. The the ox got replaced by like water power or steam power. And now it was a man working with an engine. And finally, we're at a stage where theoretically uh, tractors and a man are great, but tractors can drive themselves. Yeah. I ask you, is anybody's plight worse because it's gotten easier to farm? Effectively, that idea of all those transformations now today around knowledge really mean AI standalone is somewhat dystopian. You can make a mistake. But AIs and humans combined always win. Whenever it's a human and an AI combo, Amplified. Yes. And so ask the audience, right? Best way to get an answer to a question you don't know the answer to is have a huge audience and ask them. Phone a friend gives you, you know, 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guessing 50-50 is bad. But the bigger the audience, the better. So Oracle's working on building very big audiences okay. and making it available as a service. Something so it constantly learns, constantly improves. And constantly gets bigger. Yes. It's all anonymous, so we're not invading anybody's privacy. And then we're letting you combine your own data that you have about your own customers to build a better execution model. But in the moment of making the decision, we really want to make sure that the human touch comes back in. Empathy, right? And so yes. we're thinking that's about the, the thing that no robot will have. Ever. Hopefully ever. Ever, right. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's what we're doing. We're, we're assembling the data. We, we're building out the machine learning and the AI, but then we're making it available to be called. So you might call it from a company that doesn't use Oracle for anything right now. Yeah. Or you could be Oracle wall-to-wall or anywhere along that continuum. Mm. We just think that AI needs to be available. Okay. And 
So AI is great in this uh, understanding the opportunities to take and the mm-hmm. spaces to take them, but we are so cross platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have devices. We mm-hmm. have mul- we're a multi screen society. Absolutely. Um, you are playing with the agencies, the brands, and the businesses to try and find where their consumers are at. Right. To make sure that you have that power of persuasion at the point of decision. Yes. How are you choosing the right message for the right thing analytically? Because obviously you can go to strategists, you can go to Mm -hmm. agencies and say, cool, come up with a strategy. How do we do this? What is the creative? Mm -hmm. But AI kind of cuts through all of that. It it goes right to the heart again of what are you really, really good at? And then let's think about where that's valuable in maybe non-traditional areas. Mm. And so I I think like a really cool example, I was talking to the guys at Uber. Yeah. um, the chief pricing scientist of all things, right? And what he was saying is, look, we're really good at pricing in an instant. Yeah. yeah. Anywhere on the planet. Yeah. Well, what else has a... Because they're algorithmically based. Yes. Yeah. But this idea that it's about transportation is is novel, mm. but that's like saying Amazon is a bookseller, right? It was novel to get the business model right. And what we really see and how we make these decisions, Brett, it's all about the business model itself. Yeah. And figure out what you're really good at, apply it to a different market, yeah. And suddenly what you've built inside your own company is actually a new business model. And you're run, you're picking where you go by which models are really compelling. Excellent. And so you, you're touching on, on, on market. Let's get into a mm-hmm. bigger uh, discussion then. Um, the market is driven by people trying to get their share of the market. Mm-hmm. And there are companies and businesses all looking for the, their unique selling point. Mm-hmm. And it's not always quality. It's not always mm-hmm. price. Mm-hmm. It's not always customer service either. But customer service, awesome customer service will bring customers back again mm-hmm. and again and again. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something just before the recording started about how it's not about market share, but the share of the market you have and how you work with different ends of the market. Yeah. Let's talk a bit more about that. What do you, how, how do you see people sort of looking for new spaces to work within an existing market? Yeah, so a great example again here in, uh, in Johannesburg. Yeah. When I was talking to one of the, well, the largest bank in the country that also has a very big insurance arm. Yeah. And you start to look and you say, okay, so we're not trying to find more customers because we have millions in one category and then we have less than millions in another category. So what if we just went and following your analogy, what if I took someone out to fish where the fish already are? Yeah. And then you start to look and really try and understand what they need. And I think about it in an old world sense, like when I was a kid, my mother went to a butcher shop and the butcher actually knew the family yes, and yes. knew the holiday and made a recommendation. Yeah. And we don't get that at a supermarket. In the hopes that maybe they'd come around for the yeah, dinner. Yeah. It was very exactly. personal. Very, very personal. So what we're seeing with companies from 20 employees up to 20,000 plus is if you start to look, where are your customers already living and yeah. how much do they do with you? What else could you do based on the relationship you have? that they would find interesting. And yeah. if you do that, we don't keep putting dollars in the top of the marketing funnel and pray that a customer comes out. Instead, we're saying, we know you, we recognize you, we understand you, and if this is the moment you want something and we can provide it, quite frankly, all of us tend to go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. And it's not just, I mean, everybody's saying, well, the consumer's needs are changing. Sure, fair enough. But the business is changing as well. The business lands, the world is changing. Yes. And with new technology comes new opportunities. And... It's about not just saying, well, what worked for a 30-year-old 30 years ago is necessarily going to work for a 30-year-old today. And what are we doing about the six-year-olds today? Mm-hmm. How do we cater for that market that grew up? Yeah. And are we meeting them? Are they disconnected people? How do we reach out to people that maybe through, through AI, big data analytics, understand and make assumptions of where people were and where they are today? Just look at any millennial that you know. I'm raising four of them, right? <laughs> and when Facebook was all that, that's where they communicated. But today they're in Snapchat. Yeah. And if I want to yeah. talk to them, I really have to text them. And if I call them, the general reaction I get is, what's up? Like, 
this must be really urgent. Oh, my God, you're calling me. And so when you think about it, just as you say, meeting them where they are, Every time we see a, a, a child try and touch a screen that isn't a touch screen and they look at it and they're puzzled. What's wrong with this Yeah, thing? it's yeah. broken. Then we <laughs> have to think, though, if I want to talk to one end of my segment where maybe I, I can't text them, I actually have to email them. And there is mm. a segment out there that I might actually have to send a white mail to. So understanding those micro segments all the way down to very, very small and what preferences are, mm. that's it. And most of us, our first inspection for anything is the web. Yes. So we should be thinking about, I think Google likes to call it the zero moment of truth. If yeah. in that zero moment, they can find you great. And if you can't get found in the zero moment, the real problem is it only takes like two more taps to be somewhere else. And so that's, I think, what everybody has to understand. Excellent. It's a, it's a bit of a rabbit hole, and I don't think we've got enough time to keep going down it. But uh, thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely. Talking about AI. And I uh, look forward to seeing what Oracle's doing. It's very exciting to see that you guys are in a... You've got the Oracle Customer Experience Cloud Suite uh, mm-hmm. that, that offers great things to, to your clients. And you're, you're typically, you are business to business. So you work with businesses closely. Yeah, we really are. And where we're continuing to grow now is in this whole business to consumer space. And then we're really kind of thinking business to any. So it might be wow, business okay. to business, business to consumer. But it could be models in the future that are consumer to consumer. And all we're doing is helping facilitate a transaction between two parties. That's fantastic. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time, and enjoy the rest of the uh, event. Thanks, Brett. Cool. Cheers. Well, that was fun, Brett. I enjoyed that chat. It really, really was. Fantastic. And uh, that was just one interview of so many great speakers here at the CX and Innovation Tech Fest. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, if you liked this uh, interview and you liked hearing all the thoughts and uh, future explorations, then... There's more. There is. It's, it's on the Futurology uh, CX page. Yes. So please go and find those on there. Also on iTunes. And, of course, if you want to be inspired within your organization, drop us a line because what you've experienced here, we're quite happy to come and set up a framework within your organizations because the inspirational part of moving beyond the disruption and, mm. and, and the challenge of technology is important to you. So thank you, Brett. I've yeah, enjoyed thank our Thank you, time. Michael. This is CliffCentral.com.